welcome to the My Curious Colleague Podcast with your host, me, Denise Veneri. We'll be talking all things consumer relations with a focus on consumer product goods organizations and the brand specialist and analyst roles and responsibilities. So if you like CPGs like I like CPGs, marketing, insights, and caring deeply for your consumers, well, take a listen. And John, you know that um, I like to ask all my guests towards the end of the podcast if they've got a volunteer group they'd like to give a shout out to. Sure, yeah. Um, one that I have local here that, that's been near and dear to my heart over the years is the House of Hope. It's in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, and uh, they're a great organization that, that helps um, that helps struggling struggling women uh, and, and, and single mothers. So uh, it's, a, it's a great organization. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a, good, it's a great one here locally for me. So my shout out is to Trailblazers Counts. I um, am on the board of trustees and I chair the DEI committee. Uh, Trailblazers is based in Brooklyn, New York, and they're a youth development organization. Uh, they've been, as they say, touching the lives of thousands of uh, young people for 130 years or more. And so they develop um, outdoor experiential programs for youth. Uh, they do after-school programs, day camps, and overnight camps. And their ultimate goal is to create a world where all people have opportunities to go outside, grow with it. So it's re- it really is about um, growing children and young people differently and giving them exposure that otherwise they wouldn't have. And I am also... Um volunteering and that volunteering slash uh, on the board of directors with the local chapter of the American Red Cross and truly um, just enjoying my service there. And so I, I've uh, been a volunteer at Habitat for Humanity for uh, a number of years on in different ways. Uh, my wife and I, when we, we moved to North Carolina, we uh, cleaned out our house and a lot of our uh, older things that we no longer needed went to Habitat Restores. And I would certainly encourage people to go to Habitat.org uh, and look at those giving opportunities, whether it's of your time or those older treasures that you no longer use. Uh, and uh, there are people who need them. And it, it's a uh, it's a great organization to, to give back into, into your individual communities and certainly would encourage you to do that. We are coming to the end of the podcast and I'd like to give um, my guest an opportunity to give a shout out to a volunteer organization. Yeah. And I've got, I have a good one. I, um, it's, it's, it's called people and pets together.org. Okay, and it's it's based here in Minneapolis, but I'm sure that you probably have one in your area. It's it's a food pantry for for pets, right? Um, and so during George Floyd um, here in Minneapolis, uh, a lot of the neighborhoods that were affected, their stores were shut down. Um, it was a pandemic, so getting getting food for people was a lot easier than getting food for like their dogs, their cats. So um, so we donated quite a bit, quite heavily to 
peopleandpetstogether.org uh, by dropping off samples. A great organization. So look it up. Find one in your area. I, I highly recommend getting involved with it. Yeah, actually, um, so I'm big, big into animal rescue. I actually have two beagles um, right now who I've rescued from different organizations. But two that I really want to call out just because I love the work that they do is um, one that's close to my heart because it's my sister-in-law's um, organization in North Carolina is Surrey Animal Rescue. Um, they're a small organization, but she works so hard to rescue um, dogs and cats um, and rehome them in loving homes. And um, another is um, Marty's Senior Sanctuary, and they're right here in New Jersey. And kind of says it in the name, they, they specialize in helping out um, families who can no longer care for their pets. And those pets tend to be seniors. So maybe it's uh, some elderly people that are going into nursing homes, or maybe they've passed on and they don't have any family members or friends who can take in their pets. Um, so it's a really great organization. I have lots of them. Uh, I am okay. particularly involved. Uh, it, this is a personal one. It is, yeah. it is definitely one that I am connected to. Uh, so in my private life, I am the president of my synagogue. And I don't publish, publish or make that very public because mm -hmm. it's just something I do. I, I, I'm so involved in that. There are times when I spend my entire workday uh, around that organization. It's Temple Dordarim in Weston, Florida, in South Florida, and um, it's a wonderful organization. It, like many nonprofits, has incredible challenges to remain viable uh, throughout the pandemic. Fewer and fewer people uh, like to pay annual memberships, which is how many nonprofit organizations exist, mm -hmm. through subscriptions or memberships. Um, and so we've had to uh, kind of rethink how do we remain viable, financially viable, mm -hmm. spiritually viable, uh, how do we reflect the wants and interests of our members and create really good member experience? And that's an ongoing process. Then we go back to the topic of experience and existentialism, to be or not to be, and what does that mean for people? Yeah. Um, and I think my my work in customer experience has prepared me to uh, hopefully do a good job for that organization. And it's one I'm very close to and my family is close to, and it's one I've learned a lot from and I'm very grateful for. If you've learned even a kernel of an idea or was inspired by this episode, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcast. Be sure to share out the hashtag CPGCX because CPGCX really and truly rocks. You have been listening to the My Curious Colleague podcast with Denise Veneri. Thank you for your time. <laughs>